Hey folks, welcome back to React. Today I want to share my experience with the Wall Street Bank. Uh, for this sake, let's change the name of the bank and call it Silver One. If you guys get the reference, good for you. Um, I, had to, I had a chance to interview with several banks, but uh, this one was quite different. So I want to share my thoughts with you. Before we begin, if the interviewers are listening, thanks for interviewing me. And I'd love to hear back, hear your feedback on this episode. <clears throat> so the interview was about credit risk. This division revolves around accessing, monitoring, and managing the risk of a certain credit-related endeavor uh, taken on by the bank, Silverwong. Uh, the team members try to figure out the credit worthiness and reliability of their clients and determine accurate credit exposure. Some subdivisions include enterprise risk, liquidity risk, market risk, force, engineering, and much more. Now, my interviews were in the company and industry for several years, so they knew if my answers were strong and articulate or if I was beating around the bush. So the best way to help y'all is to share what the 90-minute interview went like and what in between uh, I'll share my tips. So the interview began with me joining a Zoom and talking to the recruiter. She would share traditional tips and steps of how interviews would work, you know, breakout rooms, uh, different questions, greeting people, et cetera, et cetera. So I joined my first room. I met two gentlemen who were at the bank and the risk division for several, several years. They introduced themselves to me talking about their background, their college experience, and their interests. Then they asked me to introduce myself and immediately transition into walk me through your resume. Now, that's pretty standard at banks, whether that's Wall Street or Main Street. They say, walk me through your resume, and you do that exactly. So I described my resume, and things look pretty well from there. Then the two gentlemen asked me a few technical questions. First, they started with me explaining the three financial statements, your cash flow statement, your balance sheet, and your income statement. Uh, they started talking, uh, you know, uh, what each meant and just basically asked me to describe them. Now, the statement of cash flows is where I felt I might have omitted a few details because we spent the rest of that interview talking about cash flows. Um, so, again, th there might have been something that I didn't talk about. And, ladies and gentlemen, cash flow statement is very important and very under undermined when it comes to um, these interviews. You know, they really want you to think about them, even though in universities, in your intro to finance classes, you guys really don't talk about that. Um, so uh, continuing, there was, um, so they, they ended up started talking about the airline industry and they wanted me to, to talk about planes and, and whatnot. Um, and now I really wasn't prepared to talk about things, given that I'm interviewing for a bank. So when in doubt, you always start poking them with questions. So I started asking them questions like, what exactly would you like to know about the industry, et cetera, et cetera. And I realized that they wanted me to assess the credit risk or worthiness of the industry. Uh, then they said, hey, take example of um, Delta Airlines. And so I said, all right. So as we kept on going, I realized my interview was based or was towards how I would assess the credit risk of Delta Airlines and look at the cash flow statement. For those who are interested in this division, 
for those, sorry, I met him for those who are interested in this division. Um, it's very important to understand different ratios and different parameters uh, to be successful in these interviews. So knowing uh, key ratios, the current ratio, that's equity, quick, high, um, you know, all of them pretty much uh, is showing that you have good financial analysis uh, knowledge. So, you know, I talked about some of these ratios and, you know, they would throw questions back at me, like why these ratios and what if these ratios aren't given? So, you know, it's it's always great to research some fun facts about each industry beforehand. It's definitely a lot. You're going to have to memorize a lot, but hey, you never know when uh, when some key fun facts come up in an interview. Um, and that's what makes you kind of stand out. So anyways, the 30 minutes flew by real quick, um, you know, because the conversation, the dialogue was pretty, pretty active. Towards the end, I threw them back with their question. I said, hey, how would you guys answer your questions? And of course, one of the guys said, well, we really don't deal with that industry, so we can't give a definite answer. And that killed me in, in, in laughter because, um, you know, they, they really were testing me and maybe they, maybe they do know the, the right answer and, you know, they, they didn't find my answer adequate. Or maybe they really genuinely had no idea. Um, I believed, you know, being a positive man, I thought that they genuinely didn't know what the answer was, and they just wanted to get my thinking, uh, hear my thinking. And I, I, I had a, I had a cool time with them. Definitely a challenge, I will say. So the next, next interview, thirty minutes again. One gentleman, he started off by asking me, just give me two or three takeaways from your resume. Uh, so you know, I. Talked about some of my interests, talked about a few experiences, you know, just a short five minutes. Then he asked about some classes that lasted about two, three minutes. And uh, on the on the end of my resume, I have something pretty funny. Uh, I always throw something funny in to see if people actually check out my resume or not. And that is that one of my interests is chocolate, since I am a chocolate lover. So he laughed and he, he said that he has an interest and he talked about his time in Belgium that lasted about like five minutes um and then he obviously wanted me to talk about credit risk and we dove in uh into an example and scenario about credit default swaps man at that moment I legit wished I had paid attention to my uh, derivatives class that week since literally that's what we were doing and uh, so credit default swaps real quick they're a, they're a derivative tool in finance, a uh, type of swap, if you've heard of those. And you, you swap, in a swap, you really, you're really working with trading interest payments or the principal and the principal um, on different loans, credit tools. Um, no, it's not one of those derivatives from calculus with integrals. Um, so, so we started talking about derivatives and uh, CDS. I, I was trying keep myself engaged. Um, definitely talked about interest rate swaps once in a while because that is something that I was comfortable with. And uh, obviously, you know, I, I realized that towards the end, the interview was slowly dying because at, you know, at one point he was just, he was just asking a question and just being quiet. This was towards the last five minutes of the interview. So I knew that, you know, I really became a bit more passive in this interview and I definitely dropped the ball. So, of course, you know, he asked this obviously very important question. What event in the world is affecting everyone? And of course, um, I brought up the Eastern European crisis. That is something I learned 
the hard way not to bring about. Um, I usually, I never talk about politics and world events, but for some reason that day, I think maybe I just wanted to press the bank or I don't know what was going on in the mind, but I talked about, uh, about the crisis. And that day, that bank actually pulled its operation out of Russia. So it was a very, that very day, I think it was an hour right before the interview. And I was like, wow, you know, I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to throw it out there, you know, show, show that I'm pretty active about uh, reading what's going on in the news. And usually it helps. It helped in my MasterCard interview for sure. Uh, in product management, I think it's product management. Um, so I thought, why not play the same trick, same game, except uh, my MasterCard did something in the news to help people. And Silverworm's actions were somewhat humanitarian, maybe a little political, but more so humanitarian. Um, and MasterCard was basically expanding its service. So again, I should not have made the Eastern European crisis reference and I learned my own lesson again. So the final interview was with a woman who was involved in risk, but moved into wealth management and she was very sweet. Uh, she asked me to talk about my resume. She asked me more behavioral questions. Like tell me about a tough time and tell me about a time you implemented a new plan, et cetera, et cetera. These interviews are typically more easier for me um, because, you know, it's very easy to bring up a problem and how you solved it. And I feel more relaxed when answering these questions. I had fun and I, I got great feedback about the company and the workplace environment from her. And she really wanted to know about my learning style and how I approach problems. So it was a really great interview. I think the last 30 minutes, I really knocked it out of the ballpark. Um, the 90 minutes flew by and my, did I have some interviews for sure. Uh, lots of learning for sure. Uh, some general advice to you guys, you know, be prepared to research the company beforehand, check out the division, check out the company in general. Um, LinkedIn is, is great to look up some people like, you know, who, who are in the office. Of course, you might not know who you'll get. Like, for example, the last interview I had with someone who was in wealth management, someone who traded and transferred. So that might not pop up on your first LinkedIn search. And I definitely don't check out people who are uh, sometimes don't check them out. It's your call, but I choose not to because sometimes your interviewers can know that you check them out. And well, it can go both ways. It can either be a good thing or it can be a red flag. Um, you know, and interviewers, you know, they get 30 minutes to see if you're genuine or not. So you really have to show them that you know, you're you're a good guy, you're a good girl, you're a good, you're a good person. So, anyways, um, that's all I have to reflect on. I mean, the interviews were, I don't want to say straightforward, but uh, they were, yes, they were a bit more technical in terms of the finance perspective. You have to understand what you're doing in class, you know, no sleeping in class. Uh, once in a while is fine, but typically, you know, no sleeping in class, especially in the middle of the semester. I wasn't sleeping in class. I was just, you know, I was working on other stuff and um, should have paid attention to CDS beforehand. But anyways, um, before I wrap up, here's some news, here's some stories, here's some flashes. Our Russian media say that WNBA star Brittany Griner will be held in a Russian jail until at least May 19th. Griner was detained at Moscow airport, at a Moscow airport for supposedly carrying vape cartridges, allegedly containing cannabis oil, according to the Associated Sharing a Netflix password, the company says it plans to start cracking down. The first step is a soft one, offering discounts to additional users on a single account in three countries as a test 
Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru, according to NPR. The Federal Reserve recently approved a 0.25 percentage uh, point rate hike, or 25 basis point hike in the finance lingo. Uh, the first increase since December 2018 of this kind. Officials say an aggressive path ahead with rates coming at each of the six meetings in 2022. Facebook's parent company, Meta, will no longer <laughs> provide its employees with free laundry at work. Pretty bummer, pretty bummer. Um, other than that, ladies and gentlemen, everyone, thank you for tuning in. And my voice is acting up weird right now. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in and keep showing us some love. Here is the song of today. We've been done long before it all begun. Still can't give it up. Believe before the morning comes Even though it's what we want Can't keep this up for But I